Everything, our work, our ministry, and all aspects of our daily lives, would be affected. In the Old Testament, the stated purpose for the Israelites' election and for their religious and dietary laws and ceremonies was to establish them as a holy nation, set apart from the commonplace cultures of antiquity. Was it for their honor? No, it was for God's honor. God's honor must become the obsession of the Christian community today. Honor must go not to our organizations, our denominations, our individual modes of worship, or even our particular churches, but to God alone. Consider the words given in Ezekiel 36.22. Thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. What a shift! The nation chosen to have the matchless privilege of showing forth the greatness of God had chosen to profane His name publicly. God had to rebuke them for their treason. In the final analysis, our names, our organizations, and our efforts are all meaningless unless we honor God's name. Today, a frightening lack of fear of God prevails in our world. Martin Luther once remarked that those around him spoke to God as if he were a shoe clerk's apprentice. If that was true in Luther's day, how much more so today? Yet the top priority that Jesus established is that the name of God should be hallowed, honored, and exalted. God's name is an expression of who He is. We are the image-bearers of God. Where God is not respected, it is inevitable that His image-bearers will also suffer a loss of respect. Your Kingdom Come One central motif in the Scriptures is the Kingdom of God. It was the main thrust of Jesus' teaching and preaching. Jesus came as the fulfillment of John the Baptist's message, which was clear, precise, and simple. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 3.2 Jesus focused on the kingdom in the Sermon on the Mount, the keynote address of His preaching. Because of this focus, the sermon was more than simply an ethical presentation of principles for good living. Jesus was talking about the character traits of people who live a redeemed lifestyle within the kingdom of God. The kingdom concept is difficult for American Christians to understand. Ours is a democracy, where the mere idea of a monarchy is repugnant. We are heirs of the revolutionaries who proclaimed, We will serve no sovereign here. Our nation is built on a resistance to sovereignty. Americans have fought battles and entire wars to be delivered from monarchy. How are we to understand the minds of New Testament people who were praying for the son of David to restore a monarchy and the throne of Israel? The King has come. Christ sits exalted at the right hand of God and reigns as King. But Jesus is not merely the spiritual King of the Church, where His only responsibility is to exercise authority over our piety, as if there were a separation between Church and State. Jesus is King of the universe. That is the fact of the ascension. This reality, however, is not believed or acknowledged by the world. Though that kingship is an established fact, it is invisible to the world in which we live. In heaven there is no question about it. On the earth there is considerable question about it. Jesus was saying that we must pray that the kingdom of God will become visible on the earth, that the invisible...